The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is the Read to Lead podcast, episode 151. Hey, this is Pat Flynn, author of Will It Fly? How to Test Your Next Business Idea So You Don't Waste Your Time and Money. Sticking around for this will definitely not be a waste of your time. It's the Read to Lead podcast with my friend, Jeff Brown. Welcome to the Read to Lead podcast with Jeff Brown. Jeff believes that if you desire to achieve true success in business and in life, then consistent and intentional reading is a must. The Read to Lead podcast will not only help you narrow this ever important reading list, but also bring you key insights and valuable feedback from some of today's most successful and inspiring authors. And now, here's Jeff. Hi, once again, and welcome to the podcast that's dedicated to your personal and professional growth. Of course, at the core of what we talk about here on the show, it's all about leadership, but we'll also delve into topics like personal growth, productivity, career, business, marketing, sales, entrepreneurship, and more. Today, it's just you and me, and I want to talk to you in a moment about three ways to be a leader others can't help but follow. If you're struggling getting your team members all headed in the same direction, or if you can't figure out why more of your team isn't on board with your mission, today's episode is for you. Short and sweet, but three very effective and powerful ways to make sure they'll follow you anywhere. And just before we get into that, I want to remind you about our friends at State and Liberty. State and Liberty is a men's clothing company specializing in dress shirts. I have several of my own and got lots of compliments on my recent visit uh, to family. At State and Liberty, they are committed to providing athletic dress shirts that actually fit. Now, they accomplish that with a few key features. There's more room in the shoulders, chest, and arms. Darts in the back allow for a tailored fit with minimal excess fabric. And there's a trim fit in the waist. Now, three things to remember with a State and Liberty shirt. Their shirts are designed for a V body type with an extremely tailored waist. Trying on my first State and Liberty shirt was so traumatic for me. It's actually what got me off the couch and into shape so I could wear one. Two other things to remember. If you're between two sizes, size up. And all body types are different. They say feel free to order two sizes and then return one. All returns and exchanges in the U.S. are on them. Now, right now, there's a special deal for 10% off your order when you use the discount code READ TO LEAD. That's all one word, READ TO LEAD. Be sure to use that at checkout for 10% off. If you're buying a gift for someone else and not quite sure what style to go with, there's gift card options as well. Just go to stateandliberty.com. That's stateandliberty.com. And again, be sure to use the discount code READ TO LEAD for 10% off your order. I believe, much like our guest Justin Constantine last week, that many people today find themselves in positions of leadership without having any formal training. And it really inspired me to look back on my experience and come to you today prepared to help pass along what I think 
are three key ways to be a leader that others can't help but follow. Now, I was fortunate to have some great examples. Now, prior to my transition to self-employment in 2013, as you may know, I spent about 25, 26 years as a broadcaster. And during that time, I had the privilege of working with a number of wise and experienced leaders, none of them more so than a man I've mentioned on this show before named Matt Austin. Now, as much as Matt was a great example to me of what leadership should look like, he served as equally great an example of the kind of man I hope to one day be. Firm, fair, compassionate, kind, trusting, and smart. And I wanted nothing more than to please him. Coming from Matt, the words, well done, were like music to your ears, trust me. Now, after working alongside him for 14 years, the last eight as his second-in-command, here's what I've learned about what it takes to be the kind of leader that others will follow anywhere. Number one, trust those you lead to do what you hired them to do. In my early days as a leader, I viewed myself as the person that was supposed to have all the answers. It wasn't my employee's job to figure any of this stuff out. They were just to do what I told them to do. I was the leader after all, and, and, and that meant I was the smartest person on the staff, right? Well, not exactly. Among the many things I appreciated about working with Matt was his unwavering faith and trust in his team to do our jobs, even if we didn't necessarily do them the same way that he might. His stance was simply to trust until there was a reason not to. Now, this level of trust motivated us to want to honor it as best we could. It also made us feel safe in seeking his advice and help if and when struggles arose. Now, you might already be thinking, well, Jeff, aren't there going to be some folks who, who take advantage of that? Isn't there the occasional bad egg that you have to look out for? Well, absolutely. But they are often, in my experience, easily and quickly identified. And as a result, they aren't usually around long enough to do any real damage. If this first point has a part B... It's that you must intentionally and deliberately address trust issues. Point number two, don't ask of your team anything you aren't willing to do yourself. I'm not talking about the delegation of things you'd prefer not to do for whatever reason, many of them perfectly legitimate, but rather those all-hands-on-deck moments. Chances are you've worked for someone where all-hands-on-deck meant everybody but the boss, right? But not with Matt. No matter the event or project, he wasn't afraid to occasionally get his own hands dirty, sometimes literally. If you want to endear yourself to your team fast, show them you're not above doing their work. And point number three, look for ways to not only share the credit, but to share some of the blame as well. When a project goes well, intentionally and publicly identify specific ways that each team member played a role. Matt not only made it a point to do this in staff meetings and during occasional celebratory lunches, but privately, too, with an unexpected but appreciated handwritten note. At the same time, if the results your team achieves are less than favorable, be willing to admit if and when you could have recognized potential problems sooner. Share your thoughts openly and humbly with your team. Now, it doesn't mean others are off the hook necessarily, but neither are you. Matt wasn't any more perfect than the rest of us on staff, but unlike some leaders I've witnessed, he wasn't afraid to admit or share when appropriate his own missteps. Because of this, we felt like we were seeing the real man 100% of the time. Not a persona, but who he really was, warts and all. And that made us appreciate him all the more. So if you want to develop team members who every day 
relish the opportunity to show you what a smart decision you've made in hiring them, and you desire a staff who look forward to tackling even the most difficult of projects, do these three things. Number one, trust them. Trust those you lead to do what you hired them to do. Number two, be with them when appropriate. In other words, don't ask of your team what you aren't willing to do yourself. And lastly, share in their successes, sure, but also be willing to share in their failures. Don't just take some of the credit, but be willing to take some of the blame. Do these things and you'll enjoy more than just being the leader of a successful and thriving organization. You'll have made the world a better place by filling it with even more of the kind of leaders others can't help but follow. And where that spirit exists, I believe anything is possible. I encourage you to share this episode with the leaders you know, and especially those leaders-to-be. And if it helps, you can find a transcript of today's episode at readtoleadpodcast.com slash 151 for episode 151. Remember our friends at State and Liberty for wonderful looking and wonderfully fitting men's dress shirts. I love mine. I think you'll love yours too. Stateandliberty.com. Use Read to Lead at checkout for 10% off. And I encourage you to leave a rating and written review for Read to Lead if you haven't done that already. In iTunes, go to readtoleadpodcast.com slash iTunes or on Stitcher at readtoleadpodcast.com slash Stitcher. Well, that does it for this week. I look forward to seeing you next time for the next episode of the Read to Lead podcast. Thanks so much for listening to the Read to Lead podcast. As a subscriber, we challenge you to be more than just a passive listener. Become a vital member of the community. Visit us on the web at readtoleadpodcast.com. Until next time, remember, leaders read and readers lead. Read to Lead.